Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Tribe Method Podcast, where we help gym owners, coaches, and trainers run better businesses and inspire healthier humans. My name is Evan Bardis. I'm your host and the head of marketing here at Tribe, a powerful gym management platform designed to help you build your fitness community. Now, let's get started. Uh, all right, guys, yeah, thanks again for taking the time. So uh, I'm Evan Bardis with Tribe. This is Elijah Smith, uh, and we're sitting next to Ron Ortiz and uh, Margot Alvarez, and we're going to be talking uh, some fun stuff today on the Wild and the Waves cruise. Rapid fire questions. What is your favorite cheat meal? Cheat meal? God, that's uh, prob- probably like chips and salsa. Oh, dude, I eat that all the time. That's <laughs> not a cheat meal. No, that's like my that favorite. <laughs> um, I would say like uh, I'll, um, like apple pie a la mode i had that last night i know me too that was so, <laughs> so good it's not okay so that that's probably but uh it. yeah i'd say like something i mean sweets i love sweets i just don't like i could crush any type of sweet um if you ask dan bailey about cookies oh like ask him about cookies and we i totally could crush some cookies yesterday yeah. at lunch they yeah. had the oatmeal cookies and i walked by i think like 10 times i had a cookie in my mouth and one in my hand every time You're i was like passed. one more oh, just, <laughs> just one, one more <laughs> yeah just one more that's uh, funny. If you could have a drink with anyone, dead or alive, who is it? Ooh, I, I'd say I'd say Jesus. Damn, Dan Bailey said that too. Yeah, definitely. That's the, that's one of the greatest. That'd I never even thought thing. of that one. Yeah. I've never even heard that before. I asked it a lot. Yeah, never heard that. Oh uh, yeah, I, never, yeah I, think, uh, I was like, mine's maybe not that right. I would say Gina Carano. She's alive, obviously, <laughs> but she's just a badass person, athlete, individual, um, and she's rad. So yeah, I would say drink with her. Sweet. Dogs or cats? Oh, dogs for sure. Cats. I love dogs, but I love cats more. <laughs> I used to have four cats growing cats up. Cats are assholes. Disgusting. No. <laughs> cats are. <laughs> they don't care about Cats are independent. Hey. All, they want, all they want is food <laughs> and occasionally like to walk by you and rub by you. And that's it. Yeah, they want some love. Describe Dave Castro in one word. I think those guys' shirt describes are pretty good. No, he's... He's... um. I don't know. Interesting. I would say loyal. Mm-hmm. Rate your level of insanity zero to ten. Zero is super normal, like basic human, run of the mill. Ten is full on psycho. Uh, I'd say maybe four, four or five. Nice. I'd say like a two or three. I mean, we're all a little crazy because we all like to work out on a cruise ship that are <laughs> that we're all hanging out for fun. So uh, yeah, I'd say like a two or three. Keeping up with the Kardashians is a good show. True or false? False. It's good TV, not one that I watch very often. <laughs> I can't. Eli, true or false? I have no. I've never watched one episode. That's, that's you're not, gonna go with yeah, false then. I will say they've built an, an empire on what they do, which is crazy. So yeah. obviously they're doing something right in some form or fashion, whether it's something that's uh, intellectual or whatever. Like that's a different story. But in terms of what they've built. Like they definitely intellectual slide into <laughs> just because I think so you did say the well, intellectual. Yeah, right, yeah. Well, yeah, like, well, yeah. So I think people can be like, oh, like they're not smart. Like, well, clearly they have some sort of level of smartness or yeah. intelligence because they're doing they've built a brand. Each girl has built a brand under their name and their following. So it's like you can't counter that, you know, mm. but it's like in terms of like the content, what they're talking about, like definitely not. I mean, like first world problems, I guess they're discussing. But again, that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> If that was ta- a tangent rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> if time travel was possible, what would you tell yourself 10 years ago? Stay Damn. in your lane. Yeah, stay in your lane. 
I, I, I get sucked into like so many things that will eventually cause injury or this, that, and the other. And I think 10 years ago, if I would have had the smarts and the understanding of what we do now, I would have been probably a, a lot less injury prone during that time period. So, yeah. What do you think you do now that that you didn't do back then? Um, uh, listen to my body, number one. Um, pay attention to rest days, how important those things are. Um, making sure your nutrition's on point because that helps with all the rest. And then, um, you know, it's, I think when I say stay in your lane, it has to, it pertains a lot to like my family and everything like that. So I think giving more time to, to other things that maybe I, I didn't pay as much attention to as I should have. So I would say, uh, be patient and like, enjoy every moment that you have, like soak mm -hmm. every moment up because I think there's a lot of times where myself or others, you look back in certain moments like, man, I wish I was more present or I wish I really appreciated that. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we obviously have the memories for a good point in our life to remember that. But I think 10 years ago, if I could have told myself that, just to remember it, I'm, I'm a huge advocate and, like, really aware of that now. But if I could have given my advice, that advice to myself 10 years ago, I think I would appreciate it or it would have been a little bit more in the moment back then. Because mm -hmm. now it's like I'm really 100% like trying to be as present as I can. And it's tough because it's like we have a lot more social media now than back then. And so it's super easy to get sucked down an avenue where you're not present. Like you could be around a thousand people, but you're by yourself because you're on your phone. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's hard because there's a purpose for that, right? Whether it's business or connecting with people. Um, but I think if you can like put that down or like just be a little more present with what you're doing now, whether that be working out, family, nutrition, whatever it is, career, uh, I feel like that is something that will carry you far and f like way far into the future now and then in the future mm -hmm. yeah absolutely i couldn't agree with that more yeah. that was so good uh. <laughs> why'd you have to team me up with her <laughs> <laughs> no no so <laughs> actually so yeah i wanted to ask uh ron a question so where do you stand do you currently uh are you an active firefighter right yes. Now? yes okay cool how long have you been a firefighter for? uh going on 20 years yeah, okay, yeah. cool. That's awesome. This next question then is totally, uh, that's perfect. I'm stoked. All right. Um, so people often say they never have enough time. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you both kind of make your passion for fitness work alongside your passion for other things, whether it's business or whether it's, you know, being a first responder? Um, so obviously my first responder is, is my primary source of income, first job. Um, I got started in that because I love to help people. I love that, that um, you know, when, when somebody's in, like, dire need and you're there to help out some of the moments that you have in that they, they can be really hard but they're really good because you're you're there and it's like they're kind of looking directly into you when you're helping them so it's kind of it's kind of cool um i've been fortunate with my job too because they give us a lot of leeway to stay in shape so they um i have a lot of equipment at my station i'm able to work out i'm able to keep in great shape shape and then the, what's cool too is I can offer that to the to the people who come through the station. Like um, I have a lot of young guys will come in; they're really excited to work out with you, and I try to help them understand a little bit the best way to work out on duty so that they're not doing something crazy and you know not being able to function. And then occasionally you can tap into like nutrition with them or do something like that. So I think I'm pretty fortunate in the the way my job's set up because I can always bring that my my passion for lifting and stuff or for exercise into my job so it allows a lot of time for that and then i guess it kind of you're asking about a little bit about families and too 
like time well time management in general yeah. i mean if when you have a family and you're also trying to say run a gym or or de- isolate yourself and dedicate yourself to becoming a competitive athlete i mean yeah. those so, things all pull so because my job is the way it is i can actually with time management uh, i can work out at work so i'm not really missing anything there and then you know back to the, what we had discussed before is i really wish 10 years ago i would have thought a little bit deeper about some of the things that um I did miss because I was so confined with wanting to do as good as I could at, in CrossFit. Um, maybe even incorporate a few more things with my kids. Because I, I think I look back now and I'm like, gosh, man, their high school years kind of flew by. But it was me, like, spending too much time doing <coughs> things to try to, you know, I guess doing things to, to, to work out, to get better for the games. But also you're doing it as a parent always. There's an underlying, I want my kids to really see what it is to work hard. You yeah. want them to grow up with a set of values and an understanding of hard work will get you to certain places. And as an older person, too, it's like, I can do this, and this is a good example of um, what you can do when you get older. So, um, yeah, having more time to do stuff with them and then spending more time just with, you know, your wife in general and stuff like that. So That's awesome. I, yeah, I would say time management um, is really important, especially since uh, a year, about a year and a half ago, we launched the wine company, our wine company, and it's important to like make sure that you focus on your goals and put adequate time to that. But it's hard, like tr- trying to make it work and balance. And people ask, like, "Oh, how do you do it?" In my mind, it was like <clears throat> I didn't have an option to not do it. Like I had to make sure I got it done. So if that meant two hours of work in the morning on the computer and licensing for the wine, then train for the next four or five, six hours, and at the end of the day, I might be doing a lot more work on the computer. So I think the biggest thing is if you're, w- whether it's your job, career, family, whatever it is, like, you're going to make time for it. You're going to make it happen, and there will be some sacrifice. Like, I know for competing the past seven years, the amount of time I was spending in the gym for sure outweighed the amount of time I spent with friends and family on the side. But for those that were supportive and understood that, they were cool. For those that maybe didn't understand, it's like, all right, well, you're getting mad at me I'm sorry like but this is something I want to work towards and achieve and it's like I have to be you have to be so precious with your time because it's something you cannot get back Mm -hmm. money you can get back right friends you may or may not be able to get back if they're understanding through certain periods of time but time is obviously of a value that you cannot get back right and I think as we get older at least I've noticed time goes by faster I'm like man the years are like rolling by like I thought it was like Christmas like and next thing you know I'm like oh my gosh so I mean obviously I'm for different ages mm-hmm. but I think it's really important time management knowing like all right how am I going to break up my day or how am I going to break up my month and like what's more of a priority and you'll find energy suckers whether those are people or things or objects that take away that time and sometimes you have to say no and cut those people or things out of your life and it's hard because you don't want to but sometimes what's best for you is going to be eliminating those people. And it's like, you'll go through periods of life where you're like, all right, cool, like maybe I need to say bye to this to say yes to this. Mm-hmm. So time management for sure is obviously Huge. number one important, yeah. That's awesome. Um, okay. I want to open up a CrossFit gym today. Would you guys say that the n- having CrossFit in the name is going to help or hurt me getting my first 50 no. members? Um, I, I, I think it's going to help you because g- you're going to have the main site. Right. Um, I was just we were just talking to somebody. I, I think it was Jason Kalipa, actually. And we we're talking about, you know, he made a big change when it came to that as well. But the thing is, is that for somebody starting out, it can be very helpful because that advertisement is like for somebody traveling. The first thing you do is especially if you're a CrossFit, you're going to look on the website, and go CrossFit. And if you do that, it's like all these CrossFit gyms pop up. Well, you're going to be in that group if you're in the right media places. 
and um, that's huge for them. If if you by chance are the you know the one of the fifty gyms that are in the area that is it comes up, you're going to po- have a possibility of getting chosen. Where otherwise, it's just by by word of mouth, right? So I think it's helpful. I really do. Um, maybe the cost is prohibitive for some people to do right off the bat because it's kind of expensive to carry that to carry the brand. But um, I think all in all, I think it it can be helpful for a new business. Yeah, if you have the capital to spend and do it. And do it right, for sure. So uh, that's a really good question. I, th- I think we're at a point right now where things are changing. Um, I love CrossFit. I love the community. And I love what it's done for me. I think having an affiliation with CrossFit is great because it allows you to obviously use that name and share that brand and that message that CrossFit's been promoting. And obviously it's it's evolved over the years. Um, I think there's also on the opposite side of that because I feel like you have to not that you have to, but you should play devil's advocate and look at both sides or all sides of anything you're doing. I think a lot of people see CrossFit and they get really intimidated and mm-hmm. scared and they're like, I don't want to do that. Or like so-and-so got hurt. And it's like, you know, they don't know the full story. And it's like so-and-so got hurt, but they didn't know that they had a previous injury or they had multiple multiple surgeries before that. And I think a lot of people um, see that and they automatically put a blinder up. And it's unfortunate, but you can't convince and talk everyone into it. So I think... Having CrossFit as affiliation is great, and it's something that obviously I think it's important because you obviously get a lot of the things within that affiliate um, and that connection within the community because CrossFit community is amazing. Some people don't see that because they're on the outside. So it's tough now because I'm like, oh, man, like I've seen a lot of gyms that have – they still keep the affiliation, but maybe they don't have CrossFit in the name of the gym. They just Mm -hmm. change their name. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, a new gym's going up. And we have a friend, actually, that changed their name. And these ladies that walk by every single day for the past, like, eight years, like, oh, my God, this new gym just came up. Like, when did you guys open? And he's like, I've been here for eight (laughs) years. Yeah. And like, oh, I just saw your sign now. And I was like, wow. And, like, when they share that story with me, I was – I was like, man, like, that's crazy. Like, it, mm. I think, and it's tough because, like, when I first found CrossFit, I was the Kool-Aid drinking, oh, my God, breathe, eat, live, like, yeah. dancing in CrossFit, like, for mm-hmm. sure, like, and I, I still feel that way in some aspects, um, but I think a lot of people, like, again, they see that name, and they just, on, like, automatically put a blind up, but it's unfortunate, mm-hmm. yeah, and the shut off, and it's like, it's unfortunate, but it's like, all right, so then how do you draw people in? It's like, mm-hmm. still keep the CrossFit affiliation, but the name that you're advertising might be a little different. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's just something that like I consider like a marketing sales advertising piece, but uh, again, the community and what CrossFit's done in my life is obviously it's been 180 degrees um, from when I first started mm-hmm. to where I'm at now. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, can you <coughs> tell us a little bit more about uh, Vineyard CrossFit and kind of where you started that business <coughs> and and can maybe where it's at now and where you hope it goes uh, in this year? Yeah, so we actually started. We affiliated um, about two years ago now, and the intention, the goal was to have a CrossFit gym space next to the Vineyard in Utah, where we have our grape farm. Um, we had some pushback from the county and the city, so we had to like kind of change the plans, change where we want to put the gym, and eventually we didn't actually get the okay. So instead of fighting them. Uh, month after month, we decided to move to Las Vegas. So right now, we just have an online platform for the CrossFit, Vineyard CrossFit. Um, We'd like to eventually be able to have a space where the fitness and the CrossFit is also close to our wine tasting Um, and just kind of have a marriage between those two so we can promote that lifestyle of, like, working hard and relaxing and enjoying the journey. So currently, right now, we're in Vegas. We don't have a spot we're opening, but we're looking to promote our brand and the wine within Vegas and obviously nationally as well. the goal down the road would be able to have a fitness spot and wine and that we're kind of like to be determined right now with everything with everything we've been doing we've been in vegas for a little over six months so it feels like longer but uh i feel at the same time it's like man we've done so much in the six months that's exciting but i think um 
that space would like to have in the future would hopefully be uh, something we can create. I didn't know you moved to Vegas. Yeah, so I moved to Vegas in June. Yeah, Oof. I know. It's actually great. So people think Vegas and like, oh my God, the Strip. And like, obviously the Strip's there. But it's like, it's so unique because Vegas is different than other cities. Mm-hmm. You have the entire desert with nothing around you. And then you have this big, like, epic mm-hmm. city. But it's like, you have the Strip, which like a lot of people, the tourism, there's like 50 million people that visit each year. Yeah. Crazy, but awesome. Um, as a company, as a brand, yeah, we're trying to like, yeah, a ton of opportunity. It's super competitive. So for those that are willing to work hard, we'll rise to the top. You have to put in the hours. Um, and people think, man, like, must be like so easy. It's like, uh, no, like the amount of people within the wine industry, just the wine industry period, there's so many wines and so many different businesses. I mean, if you look at like beer too, like the craft beer has exploded as well. So, but I think it's really great. Vegas is unique and different. It's like you have the strip and you have off the strip. So a lot of people that live there live off the strip. There's so many opportunities to like go outside and be interactive with like nature, hiking, biking, um, really healthy for that, for the most part too. And like Utah, like St. George is like two hours north of us. We're an hour, we're in Pacific time. There are a mountain times. It's a little of a change, but it's just, it's an, it's such a unique, awesome culture, and the community there is very supportive. Not just the CrossFit community, but like the community of Las Vegas is really cool. A lot of people have lived other places and have moved there, so it's like no matter what you believe or what your viewpoints are, what background you have, people obviously move there to get away and like start something different. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. It's a very eclectic mix, and I, it's amazing the people we've cr- came like in in crossing with just the past six months so if you guys ever come to vegas let us know it's an amazing That's place cool. in so we'll many definitely ways do that. yeah. That's awesome yeah um how did you guys get linked up with your current programming do you program for yourselves or was it word of mouth how did you come across that and kind of what what excited you about getting started with that individual or or that company yeah uh, so I've, I've i've been doing crossfit for probably what the, I, I get people all the time that's oh, so cool that you're doing this and then they hear that i have like uh, a GPP programmer. I have a Chris Hinshaw doing my aerobic capacity. I, I have a gym gymnastics teacher. I have, you know, somebody helping me doing weightlifting. So you have all of these different entities that are kind of combining to do like one job, but it's you get the best bang out of that. Um, back in the day, I hate to say that, back but like, <laughs> right in 2010, 2011, <coughs> we would do it's the funny. class wad and maybe like something extra. And you'd be like, oh, you're good to go. You know, we're good to go to the games. And now there's no way possible. No way possible because g- gymnastics has become, even as a master's athlete, be- become such a big part of what we do. If you don't have, if you have holes, you want to make those holes as small as possible, right? Yeah. Chris Hunchaw, I think, says it's the best. He's like, you guys are amazing worker outers. He goes, but you're not good at anything. You're okay at a lot of things. So it's to make sure that everything that you do, you're pretty good at. And he's absolutely right. I mean, even if I was a, a, a great rower, I would never end up being an Olympic rower. Right. The concept is not for you to no. be a specialist. No, you have to be good at everything, but not great at anything because then you're going to have a hole somewhere else, right? So, um, the programmer I have now, Jay Layden, is uh, CrossFit Milford, or CrossFit, it's actually a Conquer. He just changed his, I almost wore a shirt today, too. So it's, um, and Jay's CrossFit Milford. Uh, he's had a team go to the games, you know, a few years. And I, I met Jay uh, soon after 16, like actually six, in 16, kind of around that time period. I had somebody I was working with, and I, I kind of like um, started using Jay uh, just because his understanding of like, my my rest needed as a master's athlete he really kind of understood that and um forcibly was like no today you're taking off you're not gonna row a 10k on your day off and that was like my norm was like 
5K, 10K, something in that realm. It was my, my rest day. He's like, that's not a rest day. What are you doing? So, and it would be bad because my rest days would end up being, I would start out easy, you know, 120 heart rate. And next thing you know, by the end, my Crushing wife would, it. yeah, <laughs> she's like, cause I just want to get it done. Your brain turns on. And it's like, all right, go harder. Yeah. yeah I, I want to get done. And she comes walking up from the gym. She's like, that's not resting. <laughs> I'm uh, about to PR. <laughs> so, you know, so he was, get like, out of here. Yeah, yeah. I'm busy. <laughs> I almost got that. <clears throat> so, um, she would, she would be, and she would, when I stopped with the other guy, she was almost like, she was almost in tears. She's like, I was so happy. I was so worried about you getting hurt. So his understanding of, of Masters Athletes is really good. And that's one of the things that drew me into that. I did well in 16. I ended up winning. So it's just like, um, you know, I I tend to be really loyal, too. I don't like to switch around. I, I've been with Sprint forever, and they suck. But I, I just because I've been that's with That's actually a fact. Yeah, it's that's there hilarious. Is, it's oh, yeah. a binary thing. It is a bad company. Yeah, <laughs> but I, and I've been there with them forever. And every time I go somewhere, I'm like, these guys, they're terrible. But I've been with them for like 25 years. So, it's, so anyway, so... I really, um, I, I appreciate what he's done. Um, Chris Hinshaw as well. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm super happy to have him in my stable and, and like helping me do things because he's so knowledgeable and he's so, care- he's like on everything that I do. He's like really make sure that, hey, listen, this, that, and the other. It doesn't even matter if it's a rest day or whatever. So I have these group of people around me that that have come on board and um, as far as like, the programming and stuff like that that's that's what we have to have nowadays i don't know if you're like that or not if you do your own but that's that's where i kind of and do you get did you get connected with them just through your circles or did you search it seek them out through so, no, google no, or through, through my circles yeah. yeah he he actually uh so we i go to power monkey yep. quite often and and my gymnastics guys from power monkey jay's from power yeah, monkey chris Hinchow's from power monkey so it's like it, it was an easy fit it was just like kind of like these people that you love to be around and they're, they're like my family. It's kind of, I was comical. I, I hang out with Chris and I'm walking <coughs> with him. And the first thing I do is I'm like, yeah, this is Chris. My, he's my, like my brother, but he's my programmer as well. But I would never, it's, it's, I don't really call him my coach because he's like my friend first. Yeah. And that's how, that's how I am with all my coaches. So, yeah, just through groups, a group that I had. So. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And what about you, Margo? How, how do you handle kind of your programming and where, how did you come about finding it? So, um, Actually, my husband coaches and pro- has pro- coached and programmed for me ever since we met. Um, so it's been on the same program since 2012, yes. um, like 2019, so like seven years. My time, time flies. <laughs> um, but yeah, so <clears throat> he came. Ac- we came across. We met, and he was like, "You know what? If you're looking to get to the games, like this is what I think you should do." And I was like, "Okay, cool. Like, tell me what I need to do, and I'll do it, and I'll do that." And I think at that point in my life, I was like, "You know, I just." I just want to get to the games. And, like, my, in my mind, I was like, I'm going to the games. And I would tell people. And it's funny that Thomas, he's a photographer who used to work for uh, for CrossFit. Now he does a lot of contract work. Anyways, he had shared a photo recently. And he told the story of when we met and how, like, I introduced myself. And I was like, I'm going to the games. And, like, I had such conviction and confidence. And it's funny because I look back. And I was like, man, like, I that innocence was kind of like and innocence is bliss. And, and an aspect where I was like, man, I was so convinced I was going but I, even though I didn't know what it was going to take to get there, I was like, I'm going to do whatever it is to take there to get there. And so when he's like, cool, you need to do this, this, and this, I was like, let's do it. And, like, I didn't make it in 2012. I, I made it to regionals that first year. I finished top 17, so I was happy. And then the following year, 2013. Regionals. First, first year. <laughs> just regionals. <laughs> well, I know. Not to, like, take away That's from that. That's pretty badass. But, like, I was, but I was just super excited. You're I was like, one. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. 
that was just goal. And like, oh, and this is. I think I like this. <laughs> yeah, this is easy. What's this? Oh, new high score. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> new high score. Is that good? Winning. That's so funny. Patriots. Um, but yeah, so like that year, I was like, oh man, this goal was like make top 18, and I did. And in my mind, I was like, maybe I can make it to the games, but like barely had muscle ups. Wasn't realistic. But I was like, you know what? Just do what I can do. Um, and so I just kept like following what Alex programmed for me, and I was like, obviously, he got me to the games that year, and then for the next six years after that. So. There was no reason, obviously, to change what I was doing, but, like, obviously, you need to tweak and evaluate, and that was a been a huge thing, like, programming-wise and, like, just methodology, like, not just a physical aspect, but Alex was huge on the mental game and mental component because, like, yeah, you can physically do the work, but if you start to F with yourself in the head, like, mm -hmm. that is 99% of it. Like, Absolutely. if you tell yourself, oh, man, like, I can't do this or I won't be able to do this, like, mm -hmm. your, your body can do a lot. Our bodies can sustain a lot, and I think, obviously, you see that in the military and, like, people that survive, like, being lost or, like, mm -hmm. on the ocean, whatever it is, and I think being in that environment where, hey, we got to, like, do the, what's best for you like and a lot of the things I spoke to about earlier about sometimes you got to say no to a lot of things we ended up having to change the environment that I was in because it wasn't a, a great environment for me to be able to reach my goals so we changed the environment I was in changed um got rid of people that were weren't supportive or that were negative and it's it's hard because it's like it's emotional you have friendships with people and it's like you have to cut those out yeah. but it's like to put yourself in the best possible scenario and again that's not just for like CrossFit and the games but it's like a career or school or whatever goal you're trying to go for if mm -hmm. you're putting yourself in an environment where people are negative and pulling your way you need to change that yeah. so again for my program has been the most for this consistent as a as a like as the beginning of as I started with Alex um, again, things changed and has evolved. Obviously, the reps got more. What I needed to do increased. The weights got heavier. But it's like to get better and to rise that occasion, you have to change and adapt and overcome. Um, but again, you have to focus not only on the physical aspect, but also the mental aspect, like talking about it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't want to. Like, there's people that, like, they have it together. And even Richard talked about this in the past. Like, you talk about the 10 components of CrossFit, right, that we talk about in the lectures in level one. Uh, the mental aspect isn't there. The mental capacity isn't one of those 10, but it should be added in because that mental fortitude or the mental peace is so important. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people kind of forget about that. And it's like, oh, yeah, let's just do this. But then you see people talking like they look great on Instagram and they look great on Facebook. And then you get into a scenario where it's like, okay, you don't have the element. You actually be in person. You have tons of people around you. It's like things just fell off the boat, mm -hmm. like the wheels came off the bus. Yeah. And it's like obviously there's other things going on, but like if you're not training your mental aspect and mental piece, then it's like that's something that I think comes into it. Yeah. So for other people, when we do our programming, like, again, our online platform is just online. We don't have a physical box, but we structure our class that's similar to a, a physical class. But it's like we talk about it every once in a while. We try to do blogs. It's like it's not just about the physical component. There's so many more pieces to it. And Alex would blog a lot in the past, and I'd like to revisit and share those with people because I think there's a lot of information that's out there that's just like being able to share with other people. And I think the community is by far, like, the number one thing within CrossFit. Like, mm -hmm. that's what drew me into CrossFit. And there's so many different programs out there, right? Like this program and that program. And it's like, there's so many different pieces. And I agree, you don't want to need, you can't be number one in one thing, but having that background, like if you were a gymnast, that for sure allows you to be better gymnastics because you have the time, 10 years, like think of all the gymnasts that are in CrossFit, like Catcher and all these other athletes that have done CrossFit for 10 years. They have that amazing background that they can pull into CrossFit. Yes, they may need to work on other things, but they have that experience. But it's like, look at all the athletes they didn't follow just one program i mean crossfit in essence but like everyone's doing all these different things mm -hmm. so there's a consistent thing there but it's like if i'm going to follow some program that someone was a gymnast and they never do gymnastics that's not going to work for me because mm -hmm. i need more time as a gymnast like i've never spent 10 years on my hands mm -hmm. so i'm going to spend more 10 like not 10 but as many years as i can or moments as i can in my training to be better at that and that was something i did a lot of it's like you go in every day and you're like oh man i'm 
I'm doing something that I suck at or I'm shitty at. It's like, oh, more strict handstand push-ups. Yay. Yeah. And it's like, man, you do these a lot. It's like, yeah, because I'm not good at them. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if I don't ever do them, I'm not going to get better. And so obviously the programming is tailored for individuals and what you need. Um, but for what we will offer on a day-to-day basis is for the community. It's like some warm-up, some mobility, which most people kind of like like to skip because it's easy to skip, right? But um, mobility, workout, and accessory. I think it's something to like, hey, like if you're here for overall fitness and wanting to get better, like this will get you there. Um, but obviously it's a, it's a progress. It's it's a process as well. So just being able to share that with people I think is important. And like whatever I can learn, I, whatever I've learned in my experience and share with people, like awesome, the more the better. Perfect. So, yeah, I know awesome. it's kind of long. No, no, we have we have one final question, then we'll let you guys go. Um, what's, uh, what's next for you? Next. Uh, so th- this year I'm probably going to be taking off from the games. Um, I had a pretty nasty thumb injury November, about lobbed my thumb off. Never be a hand model. How did <laughs> you do that? Uh, so I was doing a snatch, and it's funny because everybody, they're like, bro, why didn't you just drop it? I'm like, I don't know. So I was doing a snatch balance with some fairly heavy weight, um, doing it how I never do it. Came in tired. I had just worked a double shift at the fire station and was being lazy, and I had it set up on the rig. And I pulled back and stepped back a couple feet and went to do a snatch balance, and, and I missed it. Um, actually, I didn't miss. I got it, but I started, like, missing it forward. Like, I stepped too quick. You know, you stand up too quick. The bar mm-hmm. starts to drift forward. And I'm like, I, I can catch. I can save, save, save. And I went to the rig to save my fingers oh my from getting crushed this way. I opened my hand up, and the bar came down with my thumb between the bar Smashed and the J-cup. And, uh, <gasps> yeah. Ouch. Pictures are good. I got good pictures. No, you know, so pass. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it almost took it off. It was, like, kind of hanging to the side, and the bone was crushed, and I kind of looked at it, and I was like, oh, That's it's not, not supposed good. to be like yeah. this. Oh, my gosh. And uh, I went to my buddy, and the guy that owns the gym, he's, he's like my kid. He's like my son. He's like, I don't want to see it. I, don't I was like, I got to go to the hospital. He goes, I have a class right now. I can't go. I was like, what? My thumb. It's falling off. So he got Fine, one I'll drive myself. Yeah, right. He <laughs> got one of the people from the class. I don't know if you're a business person. If somebody came to you and their thumb's hanging off, would you uh, I get a class. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's like, we'll get someone else to coach that <laughs> yeah. has some experience. Like, let's get you to the hospital ASAP. So he got one of the clients to take me to the – he's a good friend of mine, the guy Mitch. And he, we went to the hospital. So I haven't surgery. I had pins in and out of it not too long ago. And just coming off of it now. So if I have to click a, a pen to save my life, I, I'm in trouble with my right hand. I can do my left, but this side. Are you right-handed? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And it, that was the thing. So I went to the doctor, to the hospital right away. And. They were very nonchalant. I was kind of surprised, you know. Um, it's fine. Let's put some tape on it. The guy's like, really, really, my wife's sitting there. I feel there. like Ron would be like, makes sense. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. See you guys later. Yeah. I, I, I knew the doc that was doing the whole thing. And I was like, hey, doc, you know. And he goes, no, no, it's like a paper cut. You're okay. And I was like, okay, no big deal. So I went to go see the doctor that did the surgery. And he's like, tell me you had surgery already. And I was like, no. And this oh is like five God. days later. And he's going, bro, tomorrow you're getting surgery. That's ridiculous. So he's. Five days? Yeah. Jesus. And he, the, the other doctor had kind of wrapped it up in this <clears throat> Bobo friggin' cast. And every time I moved, went to move my thumb, you know, because you do inadvertently, and all I could feel was bone like going <coughs> inside well, my finger, bro. It was it was gnarly. <laughs> I would make me upset something. My wife would be like, "What's wrong?" Because I'd I'd be sitting there all of a sudden, I'd go, "Oh." <laughs> she's she's like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "It feels so gnarly." It was, yeah, it was bad. So, anyways, um, I ended up having surgery, and thank God they was able to save it. He was like he came out and he goes, "Was this supposed to be an hour surgery?" And it's three hours, and so I'm going to take some time off. Um, my coaches, and I all kind of agreed that 
you know, it's one year after nine years of being at the game straight is probably not a bad thing to kind of recover. And it'd be interesting to be able to go in the games and not have an injury. How often do you go and you're going, no, no, I feel good. It's like your shoulders ready to fall off. You limping don't in there. tell anybody else, you know. So going in healthy and they kind of like, let's do a rebuild year and it'll be good. And it's hard to stomach to do that. It really is. It, uh, it's not something you go, oh, yeah, I want to take a year off. I just not excited to do it. I was just at Wadapalooza and I'm watching. You, you know, like, All the people. Yeah, you're going, oh, this I, it's is awesome, but it really sucks because I don't like to be standing on the right. sidelines. <coughs> and to think about doing that at the games. It hurts it's a lot. It's like, gosh, man, I don't even know if I want to go, but I want to go because you want to be there for the people that support you all the time. So um, it's a rebuild year. Uh, come back next year, better, stronger, faster, right? And um, and um, spend a little more time doing other stuff. I'm, there's some competitions I've never been able to do. Like uh, coming out of the games, there's a, there's a fire and police games that they do yeah they've invited me every year and i've never been it's like what the 10th september 10th yeah, or something like that and we get every year. yeah yeah i'm like exhausted and you're going uh, i don't think i'll make it guys and they've invited me every year so yeah. i plan on doing like granite games that'll be i love granite games it's probably one of the better put together like Wadapalooza. <coughs> so granite games and and i'm even I talked to a couple other people that are like from the other some of the other competitions going on worldwide, and they have a masters division. So I, I yeah. might I might in delve into one of those if it works out in my schedule, and then get ready what the open in September. Oh right? yeah, twice yeah twice this so year. So just get ready for your wife to say you're not. This isn't taking it easy. Yeah yeah <laughs> no but that's <laughs> doing when you're it in, wrong when yeah. you're in when you're in <laughs> Europe <laughs> competing. So I, but I think it would be a lot of fun <laughs> to to do that and then. I mean, I've said this from day one. I mean, I'm a master's athlete. Come on, really? It's like to be able to do what I'm doing now at my age and to be able to be around awesome people like Margo and, and Rich and these other people that are like now I consider to be friends, it's a blessing, bro. And I, I'm, I, I'll say it and I always say it. I'm just happy to be here. It really, to be invited to be, be able on the, on the cruise and to have people come and ask for pictures. And it's like, oh, what? Yeah, come here. I want to take a picture <laughs> with you. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, yeah. It's, awesome. it's a rebuild year. Chill out a little bit till September, to the open September. Margo and I are going to crush it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <That's my answer>. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Right on. Uh, so, my plan is different. Uh, this is going to be my last year competing as an individual. Um, I'm going to focus mm. on the Rogue Invitational, which is in May in Ohio. I'll still do team stuff after that. Um, if there's, whether this year, next year, whatever it is, like I'll be do team stuff. But individual, this will be my last year. I'm focusing more time on the business and the brand and building that. I'd like to really focus on growing that. Um, last year, we did a little over 300 cases. This year, we'd like to do 3,000 cases. And what's the name of the one? Uh, the Vi so the Vineyard is our company brand. Um, the one we got into Vegas is called The Goat, greatest of all time. And so we're looking to do um, some rebranding and be able to offer more wine. Uh, we'd like to do some rosé, like a dry rosé and also a white as well. Um, just wanted to spend more time doing that and building that. It's been an amazing experience. I love CrossFit. It will always be part of my life. I will still continue to coach. Um, I'm still part of CrossFit Level 1 staff, and I'll start coaching Level 2s here in the future, very near future. And so I want to continue to do that. I like to spend more time with the business. I'll still train, uh, but competing-wise, it'll focus more on team stuff. This will be my last year individual. It's been great. There's been obviously a lot of changes within CrossFit. Um, I started 
in early 2011 when I found it and like just jumped in head like right from the beginning to competing. Mm -hmm. So there's never been a really a period of time where I was like, hey, I just want to go and like do classes. I've done that a little bit since the games and going forward, and it's been great to be able to reconnect and do classes because that's what I did when I first found CrossFit. So it's cool to kind of make full circle with that. Uh, and obviously, I've created amazing friendships with people like throughout the years and established a great network of people, not only within CrossFit, but in fitness in general. And it's cool to be able to expand and meet other people. Like I've met some ladies that don't do CrossFit, but they do like just hit or like they do body weight stuff. And it's really cool to see their passion for fitness in a different realm. And I think there's so much that we can learn and they can learn from like one another. Um, and like, it's been cool, obviously last year training and doing more cycling. I got to meet some people that some friends that cycle like that. It's really cool. And like swimming, like I've never, I like to be in the ocean. Like I'm a Pisces, so I think I like water, but it's never like, cool. I'm going to go swim as fast as I can. So it's cool to be able to go and swim and like push myself in different elements, but I'm now excited to explore different avenues and other things. And then again, like I said earlier, there's a lot of sacrifices that you make for certain goals and nothing's wrong with that. But a lot of things that I maybe missed out on or didn't do because I was focused on training. And again, like totally at the time, I was like, yep, go for it. Like, I don't, not that I don't care, but I'm like, I'm going to do that. But now it's like, man, there's a lot of other things that I'd like to do. And I want to travel a bit more, um, not every week of every month because I did that this month. And that can be exhausting. But I just, there's so many opportunities and things to be able to do that I maybe didn't have the chance to do before. So I'm looking to do that. Put your energy um, elsewhere, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's again, like CrossFit's been amazing. I've been able to obviously have an amazing experience going to the game six years in a row being on the team invitation in 2015, uh, being able to win regionals and be able to qualify and go year after year has been amazing and grateful experiences. But it's like I know it's a lot of hard work that I put in, that Alex has put in, uh, family and friends like that have been to be able to support me. And obviously the community, I wouldn't be able to do it without them. So I want to be able to give back more to the community and be able to like interact with more people. So I'm hoping to do that more. So let's talk about the team thing here. <laughs> what team were you talking about here? This is really yeah, I don't know. We'll this see. That's to be, to be determined. <laughs> to be determined. So because there's a few teams will be looking for something, I'm sure. So. Yeah, we. I've people have reached out, but I'm like, there's a group of people that I'm already working with. So, but we'll see. Like going Let's forward, go. yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Recruiting that cat out of the bag. I want to hear this stuff. So, I love it. But yeah. Awesome. That's it, guys. Awesome. Listen, yeah. thanks so Thank much for having us. Thank you guys for having us. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. Yeah, this is awesome. Very Wish good. you guys all the Thank best you. in 2019. Thank you yes, so much, guys. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. We'll definitely hope to see you guys again soon. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, awesome. Thank Sweet. you, guys. So we hope you found this episode valuable, guys. If you did, we would love it if you could review us wherever you're listening to it. Give us five stars. Let us know what you liked. Of course, subscribe and share it with your friends. And don't forget to reach out to us if you'd like to be featured yourself or if you want to nominate a guest to be on the show next. You can do this by emailing us over at community at tribe.com, and that's tribe, T-R-I-I-B.com. Thanks, and talk to you soon. Thanks, and we'll see you later.